You're listening to an all-new episode of Off the Rails with Sloppy Yellow. Views and opinions expressed here reflect hardcore fan perspectives and sometimes might be factual. Be advised, this podcast may contain adult language. I want natural, honest-to-God reactions. Let's uh, let's get right into it. Um, And I need to be done here in about 35 minutes, so we're going to run through this thing as fastly, loudly, and angrily as Billy Bradley can do. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, Bristol Motor Speedway's got me fired up. Let's go. I can tell. Uh, we'll go in three, two, one. Well, boys and girls, uh, as, as Rob Lope said when we called him Billy Bradley, gee, what are we going to talk about today? And uh, I got text messages up until the wee hours of the morning from Jimmy Wags must have closed the store last night. Uh, Billy, because he was texting at like midnight and and, and 1 a.m. Texas time about this schedule and how excited he was and all this kind of stuff going on. And and the full schedule comes out today. And Billy Bradley, I got to tell you something. It has been a long damn time. A long, and listen, NASCAR fans hate change, but they deal with it all the freaking time because this is the sport that has the most technology of any sport in the damn country. I mean, it's just, there, it's, technology driven it changes like crazy we got you know things happen there's a there's a, a thousand moving parts literally to a car it just change happens all the time really it's been a long time since we've seen some change like this but have you have you had a chance to wrap your head around this thing well i haven't really dug into detail i kind of stopped on a few after about as far as march the 27th i stopped <laughs> for a little bit but oh I, I, i'm excited man you know like you said, there's always some type of change going on pretty much from week to week, month to month for sure. But we always have something changing in the sport of NASCAR, and I'm not for sure some of this is for the good. Rob, we have six yeah. uh, road course races next year. Six. You've I'm doubled. guessing you guys don't normally have – you don't have cars in the stable to run six. I mean, are you going to have to increase road course cars to go from three races to six? Um, I'll tell you what, you're you're going to need at least two. I mean, you've always kind of kept two yeah, because they were spaced out, you know, between Sonoma and, and Watkins mm-hmm. Glen. And then even with the Roval and all, you know, you had enough time that if you had killed one, you could build a new one or, you know, or just turn your other one around with, you know, little or no effort. But now yeah. you've got on that schedule, you've got two back-to-back. So that's a, that's a pretty big deal. And now there's obviously still some details that are going to come out as far as, you know, there's a big, there's big talk of 28 one-day shows. Well, I don't know how you put a practice qualifying in a race all on the same day without going into a 16, 17-hour day and, yeah. you know, you don't. starting at like 4 in the morning. Um, and I really feel like there's going to be some details. I know there's going to be some one-day shows because it's worked out well. But yeah. I – you, I, I really, I really feel like the teams are going to want some sort of practice, and you know, qualifying is still qualifying, you know. And I understand, I understand everything that we're dealing with this year, but I don't think that should be the norm. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the cool thing about it is, and we were talking about these road courses, as a matter of fact, today at work, and a few of them are more high speed, mm-hmm. like um, I, I use uh, like Watkins Glen for an example. Watkins Glen is a little more high speed road course. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. When you tear a car up there, you tear it up. Yeah. It's not, you know, you don't 
you you hurt it bad. You know, a place like the Roval and Sonoma, I mean, you just beat the bodies off of it. You know, you beat the rockers off of it. You beat the sides off of it. Um, just the Roval more because of the way it's designed and you've got those turtles that just kill your race car if you hit them. Um, Sonoma is a little more technical. It's a little slower, but you're beating sides all the time. So, I mean, there's some opportunities there. You might have to, you might have to have three road course cars in your stable this year just because of that back-to-back. It's really yeah. hard saying. And, again, a lot of that depends on where we go. Is this, is this practice qualifying both of those weeks? What are we dealing with? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, uh, it, that, that's a big deal, six, six road course races. I, but I think that's an improvement. Yeah, it's a, it's a really big deal, just like you said. And not only that, this is the last – that's the last year we'll run from this car. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Billy, that's a good point. That's, that's a really, really good point. I, I, I have to be honest with you. Rob, you said something that, um, you know, I realize, you know, we're in – I don't know exactly what you said, but, you know, I realize this year is different, but this can't be the norm, you know, talking about practice and that sort of thing. And, and, and I, I completely agree. At, at some point – I mean, I've enjoyed the, the not practice, but at some point, I mean, we got to use our damn heads. We can't go to new tracks, um, it, obviously, and not have any damn practice and, and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, that, that, that's going to happen. But th- this whole shakeup is, is crazy. Now, let me just kind of go down the list. We're going to two new facilities. One I'm excited about. One I want to hit my thumb with a hammer uh, we're going to the Circus of Americas in Austin, Texas, which, as we are talking right now, Billy Bradley, <laughs> our phones are blowing up from the boys uh, looking at motorhomes to rent and ticket packages and all that. They're literally right now, Rob Lopes, they're putting down. They're t- last text I saw before I called Billy Bradley was they're looking to put down a deposit already, Billy. Hell, by the time we get off the oh, phone, these guys may already have us into a contract or some shit. We can't get out. I'm nervous a little bit. But um, uh, I'm, I'm excited to go search the Americas. Um, but Nashville Super Speedway, I, I, I think we're going to, a, to a, you know, another Kentucky just, you know, south about um, five hours. The only thing better exactly. than, than, you know, where it's at sitting there in Sparta, Kentucky, is that you're – you're close to some some good honky tonks and and country music, but I, but I, I, every time listen, I haven't heard one positive thing about Nashville Super Speedway. Yeah, I think it's going to we're replacing a shitty track with another shitty track. The only difference is it's five hours south. Uh, Rob, have you ever raced at Nashville by chance? Never raced there. Tested there a bunch. Okay, on a test, I'm assuming. It's going to perform much like every other cookie cutter, or so to speak, wouldn't it? Well, it's, I mean, it's a little different. It's a big concrete, big concrete oval. It's a little bit bigger than Dover. It's, what, a mile and a third, I think, or something like that? Yeah. Um, so, but it's a concrete track. Yeah, it's in near Nashville. There's not much around it, if I remember right. It's been a long time since I've been there. Um, but who knows? I mean, at least it's at least it's not another mile and a half trial. Listen, at least it's not Kentucky. I, amen to that. By the way, Governor Andy Bashir, who I think is a raging dumbass, is all up on uh, the news today talking about well, we've invested uh, tens of millions of dollars, and uh, you know this this uh, you know 
COVID thing is only going to be around for maybe less than a year. And, and look, I don't give two shits about Governor Andy Brashear. And by the way, I own a house in Kentucky. But that son of a bitch has done nothing but 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 bilk this COVID stuff to death. I mean, he, he, he tries to scare every hillbilly in the state of Kentucky with his daily little updates. Oh, my God, just hold a moment for the people afflicted with COVID. We can't do anything, folks. And he's butchered the fuck out of Breonna, Breonna Taylor's case. I care less. If, and by the way, the track fucking sucks, Billy Bradley. I wouldn't take a piss on that track to put the fire out. When that truck caught on fire with the barbecue in the backyard, I was like, drive that son of a bitch on in the infield. See, we can't just get rid of the whole fucking place. I, the, the track sucks. I mean, I, I'm glad we're getting away from Kentucky. We don't. We should have never been there. They, it was a bad investment move 15 years ago, whenever it came up. Everybody thought we were going to have 200,000 people there. They built a terrible track, never could get it right. We're leaving it, but we're going to Nashville. I'm not sure we're stepping in the right direction, but I do know NASCAR execs have been wanting to get to Nashville, trying to get away from Vegas. You know, they're doing that thing. The, the Nashville area is trying to revitalize, trying to get a soccer team, blah, blah, blah. All I can say is, I, you know, swapping Kentucky for um, um, or Nashville for Kentucky doesn't make me very excited whatsoever. What I do think is interesting is we're going to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, but we're going to the road course. Right. And Billy, I remember back in the early 90s when we first went to the Brickyard, and I wanted to get tickets to go, and I couldn't freaking get them at that place, Billy. That place uh, is yeah. huge. Rob Lobsoe's how big that damn place. I mean, it's monstrous. Yeah. I couldn't even get tickets. And now here we are 15 years later or whatever it is. I don't, I don't know exactly. I think it was 94. Rob, 94 was the first race there. Yeah, 94. Uh, my son was born in 93. So that tells you how far my math is off. He's turning 27 this week. So 20, 20, 26 years ago or so. But I, I, I'm, I don't like, as a fan, Billy, I don't like the Brickyard 400. I, it's, it's been fairly exciting a few years. Most of the years it's not. Are you torn up that we're not racing at the Brickyard and we're doing it on the, on the, on the, on the, um, shit, the, uh, the road course? Or how do you feel about it, Billy? No, I mean, I'm not torn that we lost the, the 400 because, like you said, you know, we had a couple of interesting races there, and it's sad that we're going to talk about it. One of the most interesting, in my opinion, was the year we had a caution every eight or nine laps for tires, and Tony Stewart threw Goodyear under the bus. But, I mean, I still think you go across the street to the short track if you're going to race. But, I mean, let's try the road course. Well, I'll put it, Rob, now you're a, you're, you have a different perspective than, than Billy Bradley and I. You're a uh, you know, racer, you've been in there in the garage forever, been around it forever. The the, the brickyard seems to be, I, I I don't get it, Billy. I don't I don't I mean the brick, I, the history and all that stuff. But are are you you have any emotions whatsoever about going from the oval to the road course? I um I'll tell you what I what I think is is uh um we're still going to Indy. Are we on the oval? No. Um, is it, it's kind of a bummer because there is something special about running the oval there. At the same time, uh, that race has kind of, I don't want to say lost its luster because it's still Indianapolis, but it has definitely lost its appeal to the fans yeah. over the years. And I remember going there, you know, like in the, in the mid to late nineties and the place was packed and that place holds like, I don't know, 300,000 people. Huge. And it was packed. 
And and then I remember and I remember having a conversation that we went there one time and there was a hundred thousand people there and they're like, Man, this place looks empty. Yeah. And there was a hundred thousand people there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, holy crap. Well then we're still going, we're just gonna try something a little bit different. We're gonna try the road course. It's also a big deal because you've got two major series at the same place at the same time. Yeah. The Indy cars are gonna be there the same weekend we're gonna run that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a big deal. Well, I'll put it yeah. like this. Rob, you, you, you just hit the, the the one thing that I'm I'm kind of excited about. I like the cup car. I like the Indy car. You know, Texas has had the, the Indy cars in a truck race uh, in June, um, mm-hmm. I think since the inception of the, of the racetrack. But I, 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 I don't give a damn about the Oval. Um, I still think it's important to go to Indianapolis. So does NASCAR. I wish Definitely. you had gone to IRP. Um, but I'm okay. To, uh, let's try the road course. Why not? Because quite frankly, the oval has been a snooze fest other than a couple, you know, a handful of races here and there, but we've been there 26 years. There's a whole crop of NASCAR fans that, that don't even know any different. And now they're getting their first, you know, foray into change. So it's ought to be interesting. Uh, Chicagoland has lost a race. I've never been a fan of Chicagoland. Um, uh, it's, it's an okay racetrack. It reminds me a little bit of Kentucky. It's not not very fun, but um, the big thing I think is happening in Chicago, Billy, is it's an industrial area, and the fans just – I mean, they, that track literally has struggled to get some big crowds. They're not doing the, – the, Chicago's not doing anything around – or not Chicago, but the Joliet uh, County or whatever city is not doing anything around it. There, there's a proposal to maybe do some things you know, around it, but it's an industrial area, man. It, it is fans. I mean, it's way out of the way. And then when you get there, there's nothing. I, I'm not, I'm not upset about losing Chicago. I know there's a bunch of very good diehard fans in there. Uh, the guy used to call into the, you know, reaction the macho, the macho man. I mean, he's, he's definitely going to be upset, but I'm not, are, are you? I are, think, I bet our old buddy Rob Lutz is going to be upset with all that good food out there. Yeah. Oh my God! It's when I heard dish. that, that's that's the first. I was thinking, man, no more Giordano's. I'm like, I love Pete. I'm, you know, yeah. I and I was on their website. And I'm like, you know what? They shipped this stuff. I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. looks like I'm going to get pizza in the mail. So yeah, uh, you know, it's funny, Billy. I went to Chicago after my father died. Uh, right when they were having all the the riots and stuff, perfect time to go. You know, why not? I walked into Giordano's and I gained seven pounds. I turned around and walked out, and I and I didn't lose it. It still stayed on me. I, I didn't even eat anything. I just walked in and turned around, and it was. But the place was packed. It was COVID, and the place was packed. It was it was ridiculous, uh, and the smell was fantastic. I'm not worried about Chicago, but here's the cool thing: uh, Darlington is getting one of those races, um, and 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 I think that's cool. Huh. I think they're getting. Uh, was we not just here a couple of years ago when people were wanting <laughs> Darlington don't need two races. They don't Billy, need two races. I'm glad you brought that up because here's think it the does. reason why I believe they I got a second race. One, they realized that taking all these, you know, cookie cutter tracks it was is a bad idea. Two, it's it's different. The drivers love it. It does produce some some good racing, but three Darlington bent over backwards to get NASCAR back rolling again in, in during yep. COVID. And, yep. and you I, are exactly right, Dan. That it, they are being rewarded for helping us get back going, and they deserve it. I believe yes, it. Sir. I think they deserve it, and I think anybody who has a problem with Darlington get another race is just not a knowledgeable. They've fan. probably never been there. 
they, yeah, exactly. they've never been there. They, they've never been. They don't know how special the place is. And 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 and, and quite frankly, I thought it was ridiculous that they they lost a race to begin with. But Atlanta Motor Speedway is getting another race, and I know there's you know talk of putting casino and stuff there. Kansas is keeping its two races because there's a casino there, and there's an agreement where they have to have two races there. It's a little cloudy on if they can get out or not. But Billy, when they pave Atlanta. I can't possibly see a scenario in which that truck is not going to suck ass. Now, with it unpaved, it's a pretty decent racetrack. You can get some good runs. You Sometimes it's a snooze fest, especially if Kevin Harvick's in the field and having a good day. But I just – I'm Atlanta Motor Speedway, to me, is – when we repave it, and it's going to have to be repaved. Dale Jr. was still driving when he begged them not to repave it, and he hasn't driven in three years. So it, it's – it's got to be repaved. I'm worried about the track surface. However, I will say what they're doing in, in California makes me very, very interested to see if they do something similar in Atlanta Motor Speedway when they have to reinvest a shit ton of money, Billy. It wouldn't surprise me if they do something that Atlanta would be a little hokey, a little different. Um, we'll see how maybe how California – and this is speculation. I don't know, but – NASCAR has to make some money moves, and and by the way, NASCAR has been doing nothing but money moves since right before um, uh, uh, Brian France got shit canned. So I think it makes sense from a dollar standpoint. Getting rid of Kentucky is a smart move. Um, getting ready, getting rid of Chicago is a smart move, not for the fans of Chicago. Giving the next one at Darlington, the next one at Motors Atlanta Motor Speedway makes sense. Here's what I don't find. Here's what makes no sense to me whatsoever. Michigan is losing a race. Michigan, the home of Ford and Chevy, is losing yeah, a race, and big. and that's a the, the fans up there are crazy. The fans up there, Billy, are amazing. I'm sure Rob Lopes has gone in there and seen uh, the infield packed. They have concerts all weekend long. I've never been to a a, a better campground in my life. No, I've been to many tracks, Billy. You're not going to find a better fucking campground that I've been to. I remember than you Michigan. talking about the how clean it was. Loved it. Now, I haven't been to Pocono. I want to go to Pocono because I hear that's a good place, but I, I'm going to tell you something. Um, Michigan losing a race surprises me. Now, they they had a really, really, really good um, uh, general manager over there uh, a couple years ago, and he, and he just – I think his name Jerry. I can't remember, but he just up and quit. And it seems like since that point, that that racetrack is kind of – it's kind of gone down a little bit. I, I'm not trying. I'm not putting two and two together or anything like that. But to lose to lose Michigan, well, the home of Ford and Chevy, just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, and I like that track. It's badass fast. It's 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 produced some pretty good racing. Um, but Texas lost a race. They're getting the All Star race in June, Billy. It's gonna be oh, a it's gonna be a hundred fucking degrees. Go ahead, Rob. Rob. What you got? Okay, I don't. First off. Why in the hell are we going to Texas for the All-Star Race? I understand they're losing the date, but we are trading one mile and a half for another. A mile and a half travel for a mile and a half travel. Rob, uh, I, would, I would have just assumed us see go back to Bristol, a short track for the All-Star Race, and just make the segments longer. Yeah. Where they have to race a little longer there, and I think yeah. you would put on a fantastic show. I don't see the idea of trading one mile and a half in North Carolina, where we're home, we actually get to stay home for two weeks, which yeah. is nice, yeah. to go to Texas for the all-star race. I don't think it's going to be – that's 
that's one of those things I don't think that's going to be the panty dropper that everybody thinks it's going to be. Right. And why you know are what we mean? doing I really it on, don't. Doing it on a Sunday. That makes no sense. I, I, I don't, don't see I, – I was looking at the schedule. I don't see any Saturday races. Do you? No. I, I, I saw no Saturday – now, I, I did read where where – no, I think the times were not set, but the days are pretty much set. I don't remember seeing a Saturday race. But to change Charlotte Motors, listen, here's what this is. The state of Texas, if if Texas Motor Speedway doesn't have two races, if there's not two NASCAR races in Texas, uh, NASCAR wow. loses a shit ton of money. Uh, when, 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 when Texas Motor Speedway was being built, Texas said, hey, you bring um, – the state of Texas said – you bring two races here, or we'll give you tax abatements, all this kind of stuff, blah, 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 blah. So if they go down to one race in Texas, they might as well just shut it down. So what do they do? Okay. They, and and that, that's why, that's why they're, they're keeping a race there. Or, uh, yeah, they're keeping a race there, and they're moving the big race down to, uh, to Austin. But they have the all-star race there. a big deal. It's a huge deal. They have the all-star race there, I got to believe, is only to keep – um, uh, Eddie Gossage happy in the bank. My guess is they're so um, under leveraged on that on that facility there, with it being um, as big and as new, and all the infrastructure they put in there that they can't yeah. afford to get rid of it, and they have to do something. Um, having it in June is going to be miserable. Having it there in July was was not fun, but usually uh, the truck race is the is the first weekend, and the Indy race is the first weekend in June, and I hate it. I, I'm, I'm never there except for about 35 minutes before the race because it's just too damn hot. I mean, I, I mean, what I'm going to sit in a bus all day. I mean, I, there's there's no way I want to be out there in that infield with the sun beating all all on top of you. But and Dover is is losing a race. Dover has lost its luster to me. I haven't liked that racetrack in a long time, Rob. I know. Again, we're going to talk about Giordano's, but what's the the Italian place up there with that starts with a D or something? I think. Where in Dover? Yeah. No. Oh no, I'm thinking of um, I'm thinking of New Hampshire. I think New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're thinking of New Hampshire. Portellos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. If, if we stop going to New Hampshire, I might stop traveling. Rob, fuck this. I'm retiring. Yeah. Billy, are you uh, upset about losing Dover? Because I'm not. What do you think, Billy? No, nah, I'm all right with not going to Dover. All right, Rob, you're, I mean, you've seen it from another perspective. We lost one at Michigan. We lost one at Texas. We lost one at Dover. Thoughts? Um, Michigan's, Michigan's odd just for the reason that you, you mentioned. I mean, it's, it's, you know, two of the three manufacturers' homes, um, which is kind of odd. Uh, Dover, I always like going to Dover. I think it's a neat track. There's a lot happening there. It's a lot of action. It's very fast. Um, Texas isn't – I don't consider Texas losing a date. It's just losing a point race. Yeah. You're still racing there. You're still racing Texas Motor Speedway twice, one just for the all-star race. I don't like the idea of going to another mile and a half, halfway across the country. That uh, – I don't – again, I don't think that's going to be – I don't think you're going to do anything different down there than you can't do in Charlotte. I think you were on to something this year going to Bristol. You just needed to tweak, tweak the lens. Yeah. I think you would have made that a better race. Um, okay. But, yeah, but Michigan and Dover, that's kind of weird. Pocono is still a doubleheader. Uh, since they moved the Olympics, there's still two cup-off weeks right there um, for that part of the schedule. Uh, Road America has been added, which is big. You know, that road course, the, the Xfinity cars put on a great show up there. So I think yep. you can go up there and have a good time. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. 
the class this year is on the road course. So now you're taking two different kind of cars to Daytona to start the year off. I didn't even think gonna, about that. Holy shit. You're gonna take you're gonna take your super speedway cars, you're gonna take two of them and mm-hmm. you're gonna take uh you're gonna take a road course car. So you're gonna have a lot of stuff down there. Um, um and, and very different, very different race cars. Rob, let's look at this real quick. Billy, I don't know if you caught this or not, but there's six road courses. Only one yeah. of them are in the chase, and that's Charlotte. There's five road courses, five road course races in the first 26 races. That seems a bit excessive. However, I will say this. As a fan sitting on the couch, I very much enjoy watching a, a road course race. I, I've never been to a road course race in person. I've been wanting to go to Sonoma forever. I am definitely going to Circuit of the Americas, but I, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays to the fans. I, I'm sure the first couple of years will be you know, really big, but I just don't know that uh, – Billy, I, and I, I, just, I haven't been there, Billy. I've never been to road course either. I mean, I've no. been to the Roval, but – um, I'm just I'm just interested to see how for TV I think this makes a lot a lot a lot of sense and so when I'm looking at the next TV contract and I, and and viewership is definitely higher on a road course than it is a mile and a half at um, freaking Texas okay so but here's gonna be the thing are are we going to put these road courses and short tracks like we did the mile and a half several years ago when all these tracks started losing these dates. Let's find this happy medium. I mean, if six is a number, let's mm-hmm. go with six. But yeah. let's, don't don't overdo it to where, uh, I mean, six may be where we're at, but I don't want to see any more. Billy, I'm going to put it to you like, like this. for the So next year, when, when it comes down to the last – um, the, the the next to last, you, you're going to go Kansas, you're going to go Texas and Kansas back to back, um, to to close out the third, the third uh, playoff stage. You're going to have two, two, two mile and a half back to back. I hate that. I, I literally hate that. I, I don't want to see two mile and a half tracks back to back in the last ten. I I, I wish there would have been a way to mix in one of those five that we're going to have in the first, because those five out of the first 26 races, um, Bob Lopes, that's going to be significant. Uh, I, I mean, that's, you know, 24 point some percent of the races, and then we're only going to have one, we're going to have 10% of them in the, in the, in the final 10. And I, and I, I, Billy, I agree with you. I wish we would find, if six is a number, that's great. It would have been nice to try to mix another one. If you have two in there, now you're at 20%. Of, of the last 10, you're at 24% at the, I mean, we'll call it 25%, 25% um, for the first 25. It, it seems, I think six is a good number. I like to maybe move them around, but we got to get to the big thing right here, Billy Bradley. And that is right there in your little whole neck of the woods there. Bristol Motor Speedway is moving the race back to March and they're doing it on dirt. Billy, what are your thoughts? <laughs> here we go. Uh, I look, 50 years ago today was the last time a cup car drove on a dirt track. 50 years today. Richard Petty went in victory lane 50 years ago. How do I know that? Because our local news did a big segment on this stupid-ass media day that they done down there today. (laughs) 
when they done it 20 years ago, they cost them $150,000 to haul that dirt into that track mm-hmm. and haul it out. $150,000. You're going to kick, all right, just a few years ago, they were able to get the March date moved to April because they said, oh, it's too early in the year, it's still cold, you never know if it's going to rain, snow. All right, you got that moved to April. Now you're going to move it back just to put fucking dirt on a track. Yeah. The most idiotic thing you could ever do. Billy, I, I you weren't on the podcast last week. You were buying yourself a, a, a new truck. Congratulations, Rob. I, just You made the point that, you know, it's been forever since we did it, and if it was good, we'd have done it before now. Um, I, you also mentioned – the the loads that are put on that tire, Rob. I I have I don't have a an inkling of the knowledge you do. I can if the tire isn't the tire is the most important thing for this race. I don't care about the banking. I don't care anything else. The tire has got to carry all that load, all that. I don't. This is going to be difficult, Rob Lobes, to say the least. Okay. Without going too far on too much of a rant, this is just a thought that just popped into my head when I read this and I shook my head because if you remember last week, we I think we touched on it about, oh, you know, Bristol Dirt Race, blah, blah, and I'm like, why in the world? Well, you, you just mentioned it. Anyway, here's the thing. There's going to be those who go, well, the trucks do it at Eldora. I don't know if you've checked the banking at Eldora, but it is nothing like no. Bristol. <laughs> no. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Uh, the center of gravity of these cars is very high. They're very heavy. And now you're going to want them to get traction on dirt on a high bank. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible, but again, and I already used this phrase once already in this podcast, I don't think that race is going to be the panty dropper that everybody thinks it's going to be. Yeah. No. Not to mention the fact, if you get rain, what are you going to do? That's you don't dry the- dirt. You don't run the jet dryers over the clay and dry it off so you can go race. Nope. And Billy Bradley mentioned that at the thing. We moved it because, I mean, my first race that I went to uh, at Bristol Motor Speedway (laughs) was in the spring, and it was 24 hours of fucking Bristol. I sat underneath the bleachers. I remember. Yeah, it ended up being a night race, and um, I had to drive all the way back to Greenville, South Carolina. I got home like 2 in the morning or something. And the funny thing is, Billy, we ran 501 laps there. I think Carl Edwards won, and it started raining as he crossed the finish line. I, I was wet all damn day long. My socks got wet and dried out three different times. I was miserable. Wet and cold. And it does it every damn March. And we're going to put dirt in there, clay, yeah. pack it in. That shit's never going to dry. It's never going to dry in, in 45-degree or, or 50-degree weather. It's never going to dry. It's always damp up there. It's going to be yeah. a freaking nightmare. I don't even know what to but I, but I, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak with forked tongue. I've never seen a damn race, uh, a cup car on race. I was born in 1970, the last time they ran it on dirt. I'll be 51 when they run it on dirt, and if I only see it one time in my lifetime, at least I can say, well, I saw a cup car run well, on dirt, it, right. and it was either great or it was either dumb, and I've seen it one time. So, I mean, I'll tell my grandchildren about it maybe, but I, I, I'm, I think it's an experiment. I think it, to me, this and is why not me. do it? And why not do it since we're getting rid of this car? Why, why not get – that was my point right there. 
if okay. we're going to get rid of this car, we might as well do this thing here so we don't wreck a bunch of good shit going forward that we can keep. This car is over with. This car is but if we're going to do it, do it in Phoenix on the final fucking race. That, that way everybody can hire all their shit up. See, now I know Billy is super pissed off because he, he's saying such – the scary thing is, is, Billy, you're saying such dumb shit that somebody might hear you and think it's a good idea. So we, we, better, get, we, better, we better can that let just now. Tell you, let me tell you the video they played on the news when they started this stupid shit was Bubba Wallace winning the damn truck race at El Oh, Gore. God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's what they showed in their That's Bristol. exactly what they showed. Oh man! Well, I, this is this is all to say. I, I applaud Speedway Motorsports for thinking outside the box. Definitely. I also will be, um, and, and when I kick in their ass when it's a failure, Billy Bradley, I will also uh, applaud them for thinking outside the box. But I, this just does not make sense. If they're going to do this, they, they need to. They need to do it in June, for Christ's sakes, when there's right. a tent, or, or 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 May after the rainy season is, you know, June you might you might get a little shower in, or in August for sure. But oh my God, this is just a bad time of year to do it. I it's am so- just like you. I am cussing them for doing it, but I will be the first damn person that gets in that grandstand if we're allowed. <laughs> Yeah, I'm buying a ticket. All right, I'm I'm going to Bristol to see a dirt race because it's going to be the, yeah. the weirdest thing ever. I just don't. I just feel. I just feel like we're all going to go there and we're going to sit and watch mud dry. I think. I just feel like that's what we're going to do, and I, and I'm going to have to take another three days off of work, and 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 it's going to happen one time. We get rain, and it and it and it screws up. I mean, that's why I didn't like the Daytona road course, Billy. I wanted to see it rain. I wanted to see that shit, and it didn't happen. Well, now I don't give a shit about the, the clash. Unless it's raining during the clash, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. I normally don't. Um, but I want to see rain on one of these things. Anyway, long story short, I'm not sold on the fact that it's going to be an awesome race, but you better believe I'm buying and I'm going. I don't want to miss it. So uh, I speak with, with – And that's what they're banking on. on. That's what they're banking on. And and speaking of banking, I don't know how spectacle, spectacle. Like, it's going to be a spectacle. when when the they're going to. I mean, there's parts of that track in the corners where there's. I mean, there's no curb. I mean, when it rains, I, I got to believe the mud's going to wash right down in there into the. Well, isn't it going to go into the 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 infield there, Rob? I mean, it might. I mean, it's high clay content and it's packed down real good. I mean, yeah, you're going to get some wash off, but I don't think it's going to look like a torrential downpour in the desert where it just washes grooves and everything. I mean, I don't think yeah. it'd be quite that bad. Uh, I, I mean, see... they, there's some experience there before because they did have dirt on those banks before, but they did not have those heavy-ass race cars that we run there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, what I want to see is I want to see um, Ryan Newman crawl out of the window net, Billy Bradley, with dirt all over his fucking visor. I mean, it's like like it's nineteen fifty for Christ's sakes. Um, you know, like like in a movie Days of Thunder, where he's got black smoke right. around it. He takes off his goggles, and, he's, and his face is black, and all that shit. Uh, you know, that that might be cool. That'd be some good pictures. It's kind of like when you play football for the first time, uh, Rob Lopes, and you get the you play in the rain day, and you get your uniform all muddy and dirty. That's fun as shit. We'll see what these uh, have these half a million dollar or I guess three hundred thousand dollar race cars um, like the mud and dirt and shit. Uh, um, yeah, I can't imagine cleaning those things. Oof. Yeah. Be, 
it's going to be a nightmare. Uh, let's roll on here to um, there's some. I don't know. I think we've covered everything about about the uh, anything else we, we have missed here on the uh, on the schedule. I think we I think we pretty much got it. I I, I would just say this in my humble opinion. This schedule was, and by the way, one more thing on Bristol. Um, I need to reach out to Chipper Harvey and, and, and see if he wants to get. Jerry Caldwell, the president there, Billy Bradley, said they're doing this dirt because of input from fans. Now, I don't, I'm not on the fan council. I've never been on the fan council. My guess is they don't want me to be on the fan council because uh, I'll tell them the fucking truth. But I can't imagine a NASCAR fan with more than three minutes of watching NASCAR would want to see. No, I, I, a new NASCAR fan might want to see a NASCAR uh, a cup car on dirt. I can't imagine there being 10% of real NASCAR fans that want to see one on dirt. Billy, have you ever heard of a NASCAR fan, a cup, a cup NASCAR fan wanting to see a car on dirt? No. I mean, like Rob says, if it was that good, we would still be doing it. That's what I think, Billy. I think, you know, when, when in Pee Wee football, you know, the coach is out on the field to help them in the huddle. And, yeah. and and when you're coming up through the ranks, you start on dirt and then going to pavement's a big deal, right? I mean, that's right. – Rob, you know that. I mean, it's – I mean, a, and dirt, dirt racing is cool. However, it has its place like anything else. And to put these heavy-ass high-CG cars at Bristol – but, again, it's a spectacle. It's a – you might as well try it. After this year, why not? Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Let's That's, blow this thing out. We might, we might even cut the roofs off of it. It'll be open cockpit with just a <laughs> screen around you, you know, and you just go, who knows? Hell yeah. Hey, maybe they're watching off uh, uh, somebody could sit in the passenger seat, Billy Bradley. Um, you know, they'll, they'll strap in a, um, uh, a fan. And you can you can you can ride the first stage around in the car. Who knows what'll happen? But Phoenix, by the way, keeps the championships for all national series. Um, uh, November fifth through the seventh in in twenty twenty one. It's Spring Cup weekend. Billy is it's March is March twelfth through the fourteenth. So the new thing is they're going. For, by the way, Rob, I think you're gonna you probably like this. I would imagine, but you're going to Daytona and then Homestead before going out west. That seems to make yeah. a lot more sense to me. Yes. Um, well, Florida is a pretty long state, so yeah. Um, again, a lot, a lot of the nuts and bolts of it are going to be. Um, we'll we'll find that out as we go, but I mean, if, if you got to go Daytona back home, back down to Homestead, and then back home to go to Fontana, yeah. uh, chances are you're talking. My guess right now, if, if even if you had two day shows. Mm-hmm. You still might use a swap out truck coming from Homestead, you know, meet at like the Florida line or something oh, like sure. that. Yeah. Rather than send your truck all the way home just to head out west. Um, yeah. There's definitely some logistics, uh, some some logistics that'll have to be well thought out. Um, again, and a lot of it depends on your schedules. Uh, it is interesting to stay in Florida for two races, you know, from from Jump Street. That'll be cool. The West mm-hmm. Coast trip. Stays intact with the three races out there, which I think is a great idea. There's no yep. sense in I never right. understood why we would jump back and forth from East yeah. Coast to West Coast and back and yep. forth. That never, I never really understood that logic there. That was so expensive and time-consuming yep. for the team. Yep. It works out well just having everything stay out there, get, 
get those three races going. You know, early part of the year, the weather's decent out there at all three places that time of year, and I, you know, that has a good spot in the schedule, and I, like, that's a smart move for sure. That is yeah. so such a deal that we could do like a Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, and knock that shit out in two weeks. Well, here's the thing about about Florida, um, Billy. <laughs> You know this because you had to drive all the way back to freaking Daytona or uh, from Daytona. But Daytona, <laughs> yeah, the homestead, is about – you're welcome, Billy. It's about a seven-and-a-half drive, hour drive, isn't it, Rob, But from uh, homestead? From I mean, Carolina? Homestead. Yeah, roughly. No, I mean from, from Daytona. It's still – I mean, it's a six-hour drive to Orlando. Oh, you're talking about oh, the homestead. Yeah, the homestead. You're another oh, yeah. six, you're another seven seven and a half – and a truck, you may be seven-and-a-half hours or so. I mean, past Daytona. So it's it, there is definitely some traveling. I can certainly you know see that. But thank God, you know this must be NASCAR's new uh, green new deal. Instead of uh, flopping back and forth to the country, at least we're going to stay on a coast um, at a time. This is all to say, hey, I applaud NASCAR for being aggressive, um, and, and 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 I do wish them very well, very very well. On, on the dirt race there. Um, thank goodness we got rid of Kentucky. I, it's very, I, I, I feel bad for the fans that, that live in Cincinnati, that live in Louisville, that, um, you know, with Lexington that would get over there to that race. Uh, now they're going to have to drive, you know, down to Nashville to see if it'll be the closest one or maybe Indianapolis, depending on where you're at in that area. I feel bad for the fans in Michigan and, and Dover and, um, and, and I actually feel bad for the fans in Texas that have to be subjected to watch a fucking um, mile and a half all-star race for Christ's sake. So let's say put, let's say put, um, um, you know, bumper car bumpers on. I'm not sure I'm going to be very interested in a, in a all-star race at, um, yeah. uh, Texas Motor Speedway. To get it moved from Charlotte and it's going <laughs> hey, as sometimes you get what you wish for, Billy Bradley, and this is what we get. We we deserve, yeah. as fans, we deserve this. They gave us a little a little inkling because of COVID to Bristol. Now we're going to Texas. Let's talk about. Uh, I forgot what the hell I was going to talk about. Talladega. Talladega. We need to do our picks. We need. We are going to Talladega, Alabama. Wild card race. Wild card wow. race, but not a cutoff. That's right. Um, and and it's very 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 interesting what we're doing here because they're allowing some fans. By the way, Jimmy Wags is going, and Jimmy Wags wow. picked the fucking winner. He picked the winner last week, cool. Billy. He picked yeah, the yeah, magazine. He did. I heard that shit. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Wags called it, and he got it. Um, Rob, this track, I mean, they did a repave just where they, they made the new tunnel over there at, at Talladega. Um, that surface is that's a smooth, big-ass big ass track over there. And, uh, it, it's Billy, it's my favorite race of the year. I, I love Talladega. Yeah, Most love people Talladega. think it's is 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 Daytona 500. I'm excited for the Daytona 500, but I love me some Talladega. Oh my God, do I love me some Talladega? First time I went there was 2009. Um, it, it it got rained out with a bunch of bad storms and some tornadoes. And a buddy of mine, they they were going to run the Xfinity race and the Cup race on Sunday, and we drove uh, 12 hours. We left at noon uh, on Saturday. Got over to Talladega at 1 a.m and uh slept in the truck and watched two races and drove the hell back and I was like this ain't the this ain't the first time I'm gonna be here. Love me some Talladega. Um we're gonna let Rob Lopes go first and have his picks this week. Rob Lopes, you're up first, buddy. Man. Who you got? Man, I'll tell you what, this is uh you wanna talk and you know you guys know this. This is a tough race to call. Yep. Um there's some frustrated dudes out there. There's some people have to make some moves. Yep. Um Kurt I mean 
driver of the one, Kurt Busch. He, he, the pressure's off of him moving into the next round. I mean, there's some cats that are up there. You know, Harvick and Denny and that are probably pretty safe as well. But there are some dudes that may have to make some things happen. I'm definitely going to take Kyle Busch because he's going to make things happen, and he's good there. Nice. Um, but for my winner, winner's going to be Kozlowski. It's a two. Nice pick. All right, so you got two as your winner, the 18 as your dark horse. Both excellent picks. Billy Bradley, who you got, son? Well, you know, restrictor plate racing, there's no other rule around it, but you got to be blocking. And this mm-hmm. is the blocking the son of a bitch they got on the track, Joe oh, Logano. The 22, arguably the best. Uh, <laughs> he's either the first or the second uh, 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 pick. I mean, it's either Denny Hamlin or it's the 22 if you're going straight off a piece of paper. So you took the 22. Who else yep. you got? Jimmy Johnson. Holy nice shit. That's a good pick there, son. Um, nice i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, uh, by the way, Rob, I, we were, I told you last week we were going to talk about the sixth team and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh-huh. That was a hell of a race you guys pulled off um, uh, over there uh, last week. Uh, out of the uh, All of a sudden, I looked up, and you, you boys were up there running like crazy, and I am going to take Ryan Newman to fucking win this goddamn race. I'm going to pick him as my dark horse, and I'm going to take a, a race winner. But I think Ryan New- – listen – I've been thinking for a long time that you guys have been missing something. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I think it comes up. I think it all comes together um, at Talladega. I'm taking that the sure six. Would be nice. And for my oh, winner, I, I want to take the nine. I want to take the 88. Um, uh, I, think the Chevy, I think the Chevy is going to be up there. William Byron is making me nervous, but here's, here, here's a wild card that I want to mention. I just want to mention his name real quick. At, at, at the time we're recording this on Wednesday evening, Matt Benedetto doesn't know if he's going to have a ride. Uh-oh. Matt Benedetto is is somebody you should watch because that guy, he's dedicated, he's disciplined, he's he's a pretty damn good race car driver, and you might just see something out of Matt Benedetto. Um, but if, if I had to take a pick out of everybody that's left, I, I would say – the, the, I mean, you've already taken Brad Keselowski. You've already taken the 22. The, the 9, the 88, and the 12 are the, are the three that I would have left. And out of that bunch, I'm going to take the 9. I, I'm going to take the 9 only because I think it's time for him uh, to turn it on. But, listen, we, it's Talladega. Anything can happen. I think the 2 and the 18 are great picks. I think the 22 and the 48 are great picks. And I think the 9 and the 6 are pretty, pretty good picks myself. Pretty but I, I, well. We're all going to win because we're going to go to Talladega. Jim Wags is going to be in the house, and we're going to watch a fucking race. I, I, I love oh, this yeah. race. I, I absolutely yeah, love this favorite. race. And it's going to be – this is when I, um, I met old Billy Bradley, Rob Lowe. So <laughs> Billy Bradley. Really? Day late. Yeah. A day late, Billy Bradley was laying in the tent. He got drunk on moonshine oh, that's right. and, and passed out. And um, and then we met up the next day. But um, I had my son with me. And, and and house mom Johnny Hayes and and my son and I my son and I grilled salmon on a uh, on basically a lantern with a with with a with a pan that we uh, that we found that didn't have a handle on it. I, why I had salmon and I don't even I don't even remember why we had salmon, but uh, and and it was amazing. 
there was uh, a college fraternity and sorority that was having a mixer right beside us. I think they burned 65 <laughs> pallets. It was oh crazy. It, it was absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um, and, and I and I and everybody that's going, I think there's going to be what like um, 8,000 people or, or something like that. There, everybody's that going to have a hell of a good time. You know, beads and firewood. That's what we're that's, that's what we're listening out there. Uh, Rob Lopes. I sincerely wish you guys one hell of a race, man. I, I'm Appreciate it. I, I, I'm pulling for you guys hard. I want to see Ryan Newman get in victory lane. Um, yeah. For Rob Lopes, for Billy Bradley, I'm Dado. Let's go Talladega and race some hell, y'all. What do you say? Let's go to Vegas. Let's go Vegas.